Welcome to ISO Chats Theology. I'm Lionel Windsor, New Testament lecturer at Moore Theological College, Sydney. During the COVID-19 isolation, I chatted with lots of my friends and colleagues here at Moore about theology, Christian life and ministry. It's the kind of discussion we'd normally have over morning tea, but the topics are highly relevant to life in a changing world. So I wanted to let you listen in. Enjoy. Dan Wu. G'day, and as going? you can see, um, we uh, came in today uh, at Moore College and we've decided to wear the uniform of checked shirts. Absolutely, got to keep um, up appearances. Exactly, which is actually really good for video too, isn't it, apparently? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm just experimenting with just trying to talk to my colleagues. We have great conversations amongst the faculty here at Moore College. Uh, we're, this is, we're in the kitchen at the moment. Uh, but I thought I'm just experimenting with actually just having these conversations in front of a camera and mm-hmm. sticking them up on my channel. So that's what yeah, we're yeah. doing. Um, the particular conversation that we've started to have um, and we thought it'd be really helpful to, to speak to people about now yeah. is um, this uh, kind of idea of isolation and God's love. Yeah. Uh, and Dan, you preached a sermon in yeah, chapel yesterday on that uh, topic. So I just wanted to sort of chat with you a little bit about it and hopefully it can actually be helpful for thinking mm. about the way in which mm. we respond. Because I responded to it um, and I thought it was a really helpful sermon uh, and I responded to it sort of directly by trying to do something uh, to help people who are isolated and alone, mm. which I can talk about a bit later. But uh, first I just want to ask you about, you know, as you were, as you, how did the sermon come about? You know, just tell us some history. Yeah, well, you know, it was actually uh, quite an interesting situation. So obviously... Um, Australia has been hit with uh, a whole lot of uh, restrictions due to coronavirus in a, in a really kind of uh, sudden and very quick way mm. in which a lot of people weren't, ex- uh, weren't expecting. Mm. And I think uh, we weren't expecting uh, mm. the speed at which we had, we'd have to make changes. Mm. And so as we uh, thought about uh, things like um, enforced isolation and, and those sorts of things, and as we thought about our campus yep. uh, in some ways closing down, um, we decided to shape the remainder of our chapel sermons mm. uh, around um, some responses, some gospel-shaped responses to yeah. uh, the impact of coronavirus. Yeah. And so we had, um, I think it was uh, fear and Christian faith, yeah. uh, death and Christian hope, and yeah. isolation and Christian love. Excellent. And, Can I uh, just pause there for a moment? Yeah. Um, this is a random thing, but I've just realised that I just want to make sure that the audio is recording on this. <laughs> yeah, that's a so I'm just going to pause it, right, and then yeah. we're going to just re-record it and just cut it in. You know, this, no, is, this is very high production values here. All right. Yep, good. So the audio is working. All, All right. right, we're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, so I was uh, thinking about the passage that I was going to preach uh, that I had planned to preach anyway, which was Proverbs chapter 25. Mm. And uh, the more that I thought about it, even though it wasn't the um, theme or the thrust of the passage or uh, what I was going to preach, mm. as I thought about the material in the chapter, uh, I thought more and more actually it, it speaks to some of these issues quite powerfully. Mm. And so uh, I decided to keep the chapter in Proverbs, uh, but tailor it towards one of those particular topics, and that is isolation Christian love Mm, mm. and um, yeah because I I just thought uh, the chapter itself when you sort of pause and think about it uh, initially it can seem like a a random you know scattergun of uh, just sayings but uh, it actually has a shape to it and Mm. and a a thrust to it 
and that uh, shape and thrust is is highly relational it really values mm. people mm. and values the connections between people mm. and so i thought that's a really helpful thing to draw people's attention to mm. as we think about isolation mm, right yeah so it's always actually sort of uh, against in, in some ways the passage is actually not speaking directly to the topic it was actually speaking uh, about the, the importance of connection yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you, at the start, you made some important points about isolation and some of the effects mm. of isolation. Uh, do you want to yeah. just talk about those? And, uh... Yeah, well, I, I came across a, a whole raft of really interesting articles that um, were saying that uh, one of the lesser focused on effects of um, uh, coronavirus and, and the restrictions and people being in lockdown um, is uh, that it actually, that absence of uh, human connection and activity and interaction mm. uh, is actually having quite a, a large and damaging effect on a lot of people. So mm. uh, one article that I read um, claimed that up to 40% of people in China, even though the, the effect of the virus itself is waning, mm. uh, there's a sort of a, a secondary wave of, of negative effects and that is that uh, the, the lack of um, connection has, has led to a high degree of anxiety mm. and other health problems. And so uh, the article cited as high as 40% now of people uh, in directly affected areas in China uh, are suffering anxiety mm. Um, mm. due to continuing to be quarantined and not able to just get out and mm. be amongst other people. Yeah. Um, and so they, they termed it a, a social recession mm. uh, where our connectivity is actually kind of, we've got a deficit now and it actually has a detrimental effect on on each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you met you listed some health effects too. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Well, yeah. well, um, uh, the article that I read tied to another article, uh, which was talking just about loneliness, mm. and uh, it said that actually, um, uh, it's almost as if uh, the desire to connect socially and the interconnections we have between us are, are kind of baked into us, mm. and when we lack them, particularly for a, any extended period of time, <clears throat> it can have. A, a sort of a stressing effect, so it actually raises your cortisol levels apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if you are under that kind of raised uh, stress level for an extended period of time, it then has has um, emotional and physiological effects. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you know several things were cited in terms of um, uh, you know uh, anxiety and depression, but also. Um, uh, even heart disease and other yeah. very tangible physical effects, yeah. and um, and you know when you when you think about your experiences of loneliness, particularly prolonged loneliness, mm. uh, I think you know everyone can resonate that it does actually have a very heavy effect on your body, mm. and if it continues on for a long time, it can really kind of just crumple you in on yourself. You you can almost feel the effects physically. So mm. yeah, mm. yeah, I found that fascinating, um, and as I thought about. Uh, that particularly in terms of uh, the contrast between that and what we read in the Bible about uh, how God has created us mm. um, and made us for connection, for relationship. Mm. I just thought that that's really profound that uh, what you see in this instance of people being forcibly isolated from each other 
uh, actually rings true to the opposite of what the Bible says about how we're created. Mm, mm, yeah, mm. that's which is uh, now. Tell us the steps that you went through. Then you, know, <laughs> you were going to be preaching on Proverbs twenty-five. You continued to preach on Proverbs twenty-five. Yeah. Um, how did how did you how are you thinking that Proverbs twenty-five connected in with um, yeah that, that yeah. issue? Yeah. Uh, well, the whole chapter has a really interesting kind of uh, flow, and and the chapter's really it, it starts with the notion of uh, actually authority and control mm -hmm. and so it starts with god and his control of everything mm -hmm. um, and the fact that because he alone is in charge of everything in the world he has the prerogative to um, uh, reveal things and make things known and accessible but also to hold things back and conceal them mm -hmm. uh, but then you you get this really interesting flow that uh, there's a connection between god and the king as as the human the highest human authority in the land and particularly in God's kingdom um, and then under the king you have the king's officials uh, but as you read the beginning of Proverbs chapter 25 uh, the authority and responsibility that the king and his officials have is to create a kingdom of righteousness that's the term mm. that the uh, passage uses and uh, I think uh, that got me starting to think um, about uh, what is the the vision of life under God's rule that, that these verses are casting, and um, and when you think about the biblical language of righteousness, um, it's more than I guess we we usually think of righteousness in terms of maybe uh, right rules to live by, um, or or even uh, sort of in right relationship, and and that's absolutely true. But I think. When you read the biblical stuff around the language of righteousness, it's actually more. Uh, those things are meant to foster or frame, uh, create a sort of a stable basis for um, people to be able to give and receive good from each other and love from each other. Mm. And so the reason why you, you read so much insistence on righteousness in the Bible uh, is because that is actually the, the foundation and framework for for love, for, for giving ourselves to each other. Mm, mm. Um, and that's really kind of, um, you know, built into uh, who we are and how, how we're meant to operate. Mm, mm, okay. Mm. So um, that, that's where it starts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so how then do we connect, you know, that this is this is a real problem that we mm. have now, isn't it? Yeah, because, yeah. you know, if we were living in times that were not like this, I guess we'd say, okay, well, yeah. what we need to do Yep. Is we need to be connected and we need to be loving each other on the yeah, basis yeah. of this righteousness. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but in the current situation, yeah. how do we connect those things together? Yeah, what yeah. Do I, I think it's really fascinating. Um, mm. and, and I think for me, it was really helpful then to think about uh, again, who are we? We're not just um, mental or even emotional beings, we're physical beings. Mm. And so I think ideally, the, the vision of um, connectedness and relationship in the Bible is um, sort of a, our whole persons coming together mm. and using every part of our beings, our minds, our actions, uh, our resources and our bodies mm. uh, to actually connect and, and, and do good to each other. Mm. Um, and that's why, you know, when you're with people that you really love, uh, when, when you're held away from them for a long time, um, you feel that kind of loss. Mm. You, you want to actually be close to them not only emotionally and uh, through your activities, but actually physically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, so, uh, so I guess if you start by thinking that's kind of 
what we want to try and achieve if there are if there are barriers in the way some through necessity others through you know i guess just our selfishness <laughs> um the, the first step is to think okay how can i actually um take those into account but keep on pushing towards that how can i connect with people well mm-hmm. um and and if that's the vision and these are the blocks in the way what can we do to kind of uh, overcome them work around them or work with them uh, to keep on connecting as much as we can. Mm. You had some practical ideas to do that. What were some of your practical? Uh, yeah, you know, well, you know, I, I'm just getting started, yeah. and, and as I think through, you know, moving from the ideal and and the um, the um, concept of it to actually, mm. what does it mean? Uh, it's actually been really tricky because mm. uh, you know, how do you uh, offer a physical connection when you can't offer physical connection? You know, <laughs> that's that's really a, mm. uh, the thing that we're trying to work around. Uh, but I found um, one helpful resource on the uh, uh, on social media was uh, someone had come up with a really simple card, and uh, it just had some basic details, basic contact details, and some check boxes uh, for particularly for those who are at the moment uh, self isolated or unable to take part in uh, what remains of our social life together, mm-hmm. and just offering you know can I help you in any way? Can I drop off some groceries? Can I um, pick up you know? A, a parcel or anything that you need or uh, even just a friendly phone call mm, yeah. and so I think um, you know that's a really practical way yeah I, and uh, speaking of uh, other mm. suggestions line I really enjoyed mm. uh, what you did last night in terms of um, uh, I guess videoing you having dinner mm. with your family and um, I mean not only was it just really uh, uh, nice to see how the Windsor family <laughs> works and get an insight into some of your personalities um, but it was, I guess, again, a way of saying, look, if we can't actually physically be together, mm. um, what approximation simulation can we provide that at least gives you a little taste of it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I thought that was a really uh, interesting way to come at it, but a really helpful one because mm. uh, you are, you are you're trying to give us as much of a sense of um, intimate connection and physical connection mm. as you can. Mm. And so that I, I find those sorts of things really yeah. helpful. No, oh, thanks, Dan. I mean, that that was it was a response to your sermon. Actually, I was I was I was thinking, how do we how do we do this? Mm. And we were thinking through all these issues. Um, and I mean, you know, this week has been crazy for everyone, yeah. hasn't it? <laughs> and will continue to be. Yeah, yeah. But I, I recall sitting at you know we were sitting in our faculty meeting at um, our, we had a breakfast on Monday morning, and we kind of had sort of two meetings back to back. And in the first half, or the first half, the first meeting. We were talking about how important it is, especially for theological education, to have mm. that togetherness, to, yep. to be eating together, to be having classes mm. together, to actually be you know, full-time on-site you know, together. And then we switched to, okay, <laughs> how are we going to be able to deal with uh, the yeah. fact that that's not actually going to, going to happen? Yeah, um, yeah. So there was that, and there was your, um, your sermon, which just made me think, okay, um, I, I'm thinking we, we need to be loving people mm. And I was also thinking about some of the responses to, say, plagues and that sort of thing in the mm, past that yeah. Christians have made, where mm. they've actually made that physical contact at, yeah. at danger to themselves. Yes. And I think that's not necessarily what we need to be doing now, yeah. because it's not because, you know, it's if we make that physical contact, we could be a danger to others. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and actually, in, in many ways, it's not true for everyone, but in many ways, many people in our society have, you know, they've got enough, many of them have enough toilet paper. But they don't necessarily have, uh, they've, they've got that loneliness and that mm-hmm. isolation. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I was actually reflecting, what can we do to love? And I know that um, you know, in the past, my 
use of, of online kind of social media. I, I, re- I really don't like just sort of putting myself out there mm. uh, because you can be attacked and, and all mm. sorts of things can, can happen. And I don't necessarily like putting my family out there as well because you know, I want to yeah. kind of protect them. Yeah. But I figured, well, our family's at a point where they can, they're probably strong enough. Yeah. Um, and we can actually take that, that risk, and it is a risk, yeah, that's right. just to invite people in yeah. and just to go, look, just share this meal with us, and, and we're going to keep doing it. I think they, the family wants to do it. At least yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's, it's actually, it is, it is a way of loving people. And mm. for us, it's kind of, you know, I'd just like to climb into my little hole and just not, not do that in some ways. Yeah, uh, but it's a way of loving people in response to that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's just one way of doing yeah. it. There's got to be lots of other ways of doing it. Hmm. Uh, and our 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 more college mission is we've been we're completely revisioning this more college mission. We were going to go and spend time with churches. Yeah. Now we're thinking, how do we create connections, opportunities for the gospel, opportunities to speak hmm. the truth in love? I yeah. guess. Yeah. And yeah, those those right. opportunities for love as well as speaking the truth. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah, thank, thanks very much for your sermon. Oh, no uh, and for your reflection, we're all we're all in this together. Mm. I mean, we're all we're all here. You know, right right now we're keeping a bit of an appropriate social distance. <laughs> I'm not sure what the particular rules about um, framing in a in a video is, <laughs> but as you can notice, we're sort of a bit further That's apart right, you know? than you might otherwise yeah, yeah. be. You know, and you're probably meant to be closer, but um, <laughs> we're we're doing that a little bit. Um, but we're also encouraging uh, each other, encouraging the students, and encouraging everyone. And if you're listening, and you know you're one of the ministers of a church who right now we just heard, just heard the news that church is pretty mm. much cancelled in yeah, the Diocese yeah. of Sydney. Yeah. So thinking those kind of things through, how can we love people? How can we approximate the proximity? Yeah, I that's guess. right. Yeah. yeah, I think that'll be really important for us to do in the next little while. Mm. And uh, I think, you know, of, of all people, we should understand the importance of that the most mm. uh, because we, we know the God who, who reached out to us mm. and drew himself to us uh, in love in Christ and gave up everything really to to come near to us mm. and so as much as possible we want to, um, uh, to to model that and to reflect that love of Jesus in coming to us mm. dying on the cross for our sins in the way that we treat others mm. and um, you know one of the things I was reflecting on um, which I forgot to put in the <laughs> was that we're all just yeah, we're all just <laughs> making up as we go along aren't we <laughs> Yeah, world, yeah, it was a sermon written sort of yeah. in the in the few hours before I came. <laughs> but um, uh, there's that passage in the in the Gospels, which um, you know I've read so many times, but I haven't really uh, reflected on deeply. But but this situation has, uh, I think, brought home the importance to me of where Jesus says, you know, um, even giving a cup of cold water to one of the least of these of mine, you know, you're doing it to me. Mm. And and I think uh, if we understand that in terms of uh, that. Uh, Jesus' people uh, have been saved and loved by him, uh, then actually as we extend ourselves uh, to others, uh, we are actually taking part in him serving the world. Mm-hmm. And um, as, uh, as, as you alluded to in, in um, what I said about uh, the early Christians, mm-hmm. it was actually that extension of care when you know, self-preservation tells you to run away mm-hmm. uh, the Christian state. Mm. And and even though for us uh, that physical staying may not be possible or desirable, mm. uh, I think if we can think in every other way, how can I be around people? How can I be serving people and immediate to people? Uh, that is a powerful witness 
Uh, so why would you do that? Well, it's because my God served and loved me like that. And so it could be a really powerful way to open up the message of Jesus mm. to our world in this situation. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yep. The, the rules are changing around absolutely. us, aren't they? But the yeah. principles are staying the same. Yep. So yep. we need to be very creative about how we, how we do all this. Mm. Well, thanks very much, Dan. I think your sermon's available online if anyone wants to actually listen to it. You just go to the More College website and look up the sermons and you should be able to find it, look up resources there. Uh, and I was talking about the sort of dinner thing that I'm doing. This is this is the uh, this is the cha- I'm speaking on the same channel, so you can follow the channel if you want to um, to look at it and um, subscribe or, or whatever. Okay, thanks very much, Dan. You've been listening to ISO Chats Theology. I'm Lytle Windsor, New Testament lecturer at Moore Theological College, Sydney. If you like this podcast, please consider sharing us and please review and rate the podcast on your favourite podcast platform so others get to hear about it too. Video versions are available on YouTube or on my website at lionelwindsor.net. You might also like to check out another podcast I've created called Lift Your Eyes, a series of 70 reflections on Ephesians. And by the way, The name for this podcast was created by Adelaide Windsor. The theme music was written and performed by me and Harry Windsor. And the cover art was designed by Ellie Windsor. Love their work. Thanks for listening.